0: Welcome to
1: Season 3 of the Baby Names Podcast, naming the world one baby at a time. Here are your hosts, the Moss Sisters. I'm Jennifer Moss. And I'm Mallory Moss. And we're the founders of BabyNames.com. And we're sisters, too. We are. Now, we want to preface this episode with an acknowledgement that we know it's scary out there. Mm. We are in the middle or probably the start of a tough couple of months as the coronavirus pandemic spreads throughout the world. We want everyone out there to stay safe. Please follow all of your country and local health directives. Set an example for our children. And don't panic.
0: Yes, Jennifer and I have decided to continue producing the Baby Names Podcast for your entertainment, enjoyment, and education while you socially distance.
1: As long as we can. And if our season is interrupted, we'll let you know. Make sure that you join our Facebook group, the Baby Names Podcast. It's not hard to find.
0: In the group, we talk with our fans about our latest episodes, ask for input on future episodes, and we'll keep you posted on the schedule. Now, on to the show.
1: Yes! Our first segment is always interesting names we found since the last episode. And guess what? People were searching our site for Corona. And I would not recommend naming your baby this name at this time, but... A little background on the word or name corona. It comes from the Spanish la corona, which means crown. And in nature, it means light or refraction from a luminous round object, like a halo, around the sun or the moon. Obviously, people were searching to see if it was a name because of the recent pandemic. And I'm sure somewhere out there, there's someone named corona. As there were people named Katrina, they can't help it. I would just not recommend using the name from here on out.
0: Well, yeah, please, I don't think anyone's going to name their baby Corona, but I'm not sure they would have... Some people are jokesters, you never know. And I don't think anyone would have named their baby Corona before because of the beer. Maybe, yeah. So, but anyway, we'll see what happens. I'm sure it'll make the news. (laughs)
1: Definitely. Definitely.
0: I heard of the name Eason, E A S O N, kind of like Jason with an E, mm-hmm. made notable by Hong Kong music star Eason Chan. I also recently heard the names Cece and Coco, and I think they'd be great names for twins. No. Cece, Coco. They're too diminutive. Well, Coco is the name of what? Ice Tea's wife? Okay. So she's not diminutive. All right, now for the topic of our week. And begorra, it's Irish names. Hooray!
1: You know, I had to get my Irish tin whistle in this episode since I'm taking lessons. And if you don't recognize this song, it's the theme from Outlander. Originally titled the Skyboat Song, and yes, I know it's a Scottish love song. Don't email me. I know they're different cultures, but
0: it's the song I know best. Mm, not bad for a tin whistle. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's start with the history of Irish names. It is widely believed by scholars. Okay, okay. That the first. In- <laughs> Can we not do any Irish <laughs> accents? That's my please? best accent. That the first inhabitants of Ireland date back to between 8,000 and 7,000 BCE. Around 1200 BCE, the Celts came to Ireland, having a huge impact on the Irish culture, and that still exists today. The Celts spoke with what was called Q, Celtic, or Gadelic?
1: I guess so, yeah. Okay,
0: throughout the centuries, this evolved into Irish Gaelic.
1: Now, the Celts were originally a collection of tribes originating from Central Europe, and then they migrated throughout Western Europe to Britain, Ireland, France, and Spain. And during the 19th century, Gaelic largely disappeared— when Great Britain colonized Ireland. But the language is still spoken mostly in the western part of the country, and they call it Irish now. And Miranda and I found when we visited a couple of years ago, that those on the western part of the country really spoke it interchangeably with English. And in that area, which is more rural, they tend to have more of a pronounced brogue. Like I could barely understand
0: them, and I'm sure they could barely understand me. An Irish brogue, huh? It's no secret that there has been tension between Ireland and England for many, many years. And so keeping and propagating their traditional Irish names was and still is a way to preserve the Irish Celtic culture. Oh, and yes, despite the Boston team, the proper way to pronounce it is, as we're doing it, the hard C, Celtic.
1: Now, I remember Irish names first becoming trendy in the 80s. But I wasn't sure why, so I wrote our resident on a name expert Dr. Cleveland Kent Evans, And this is what he said. Now, the Irish are one of the oldest ethnic populations that emigrated to the U.S. beginning in colonial times. And then there was a huge surge after the potato famine in 1845. But because of prejudice and a desire to assimilate, common of many ethnic groups that came over to the U.S., they anglicized and Americanized their names. But now being one of the oldest ethnic groups to settle here, they reached a point where being fully assimilated and having many generations in the U.S., the descendants wanted to revive names from their ethnic ancestry. So the revival of Irish names for babies in the U.S. started in the earlier 20th century with names like Kathleen, Colleen, Noreen, Maureen, Eileen, Bridget. And then again in mid-century, Aaron, Kevin, Casey, like around when we were born, Nolan, Patrick, Ryan, and Shannon, and even to some extent, Brian, Michael, and Dennis, and Nora. Don't forget Sean. Oh, yeah, Sean, too. And then in the 80s, there was Kelly, Caitlin, and Riley. It was a way to show Irish-American pride. And as an aside, he said that Colleen, Erin, and Shannon are not used as given names in Ireland itself. Shannon is the name of a river, Erin literally means Ireland, and Colleen means girl.
0: So let's roll back the clock a bit, take a trip over to the Emerald Isle, and talk about traditional naming patterns from Irish culture. So the firstborn son is named after his father's father. The secondborn son is named after his mother's father. The third-born son is named after the father. The fourth-born son—remember, these are big Catholic (laughs) families—is named after his father's oldest brother. And the fifth-born son is named after his father's second-oldest brother, or his mother's oldest brother.
1: Yeah, and similarly, first-born daughter named after mother's mother, second-born daughter named after father's mother, third-born daughter named after her mother— fourth-born daughter named after her mother's oldest sister, fifth-born daughter named after her mother's second oldest sister, or father's oldest sister. And this is why I had so many problems tracing our family tree back further than four generations on our Irish side, because everyone had the same names. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But those naming patterns didn't hold if the parent and grandparent shared the same name or or if a child didn't survive or was born sick and terminal, in which case the naming pattern was given to the next born child.
0: A parish priest also had veto power. He could insist on a saint's name rather than a traditional family Gaelic name. Also, if a family was wealthy, they were more likely to toss the traditional naming patterns and just do what they wanted, like use a trendy name or a name of a friend or relative who they wanted to honor or someone who just died.
1: The wealthy were also more likely to use the mother's maiden name as a middle name, signifying their prominent line. That was also a common practice here in the U.S. for the East Coast wealthy. So when all babies were named after the adults in the family, they had to figure out a way to tell them apart. So they usually added a suffix to the child's name, and the most common were indicating little or small, E-Y-I-E or E-E-N, like Colleen. Um, there was the Younger, written as O-G, O-G-U-E, like bridog, Shunog, or Wiluk, or Ulick, meaning Young William. And boys were sometimes literally called Sunny, and girls were either Sissy or Baby, which might have
0: stuck as a nickname throughout their life. And as for surnames, it's a fallacy that O-apostrophe is Irish and Mac is Scottish. The Irish used both O-apostrophe and Mac. Now remember, before the 19th century, there was usually no proper way to spell words or names. It was kind of a phonetic thing. In Ireland, Mac might have been written as M-A-C, M-C, M-apostrophe, and even Mag, M-A-G. That's why you have Maguire or McGee. I know a Maynard McGee. And mm. I love his name. Okay. You do, huh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the O, like in O'Leary, is written with an apostrophe in English, but with a father, which is an accent over the vowel in Irish, never both. The accent above some of those vowels is called a father, F A D A, father, which means it's a long vowel. Both Mac and O were patronymic indicators, saying who you belonged to—your father's name or your grandfather's—but only for the boys. Mac meant son of, and O meant grandson of. Now, for girls, they would use Mhic, meek, ui, or ua, which meant wife of, if they took their partner's name in marriage, or Nick or Ni, meaning daughter of. Now, this all changed after Brian Boru became High King. When he died in 1014, he was only known as Brian, like Cher or Oprah. And his family, through the generations, wanted to be identified with him. So they used O'Brien as a surname, despite what their own father or grandfather's names were. And they started the trend of the hereditary surnames like we have today, keeping the original family name. And now O'Brien is one of the top ten most popular surnames
0: in Ireland. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. There's a great site where you can map where the surnames come from and what name they might have been originally derived from. It is ww.john, J-O-H-N Grenham, G-R-E-N-H-A-M dot com. It's a subscription site, but very helpful for genealogy. We'll put the link in the show notes. Take our family tree, for example. Riley would have come from O'Reilly, and Lardner would come from O'Larnyane. As you might have guessed, Riley's are all over the place in Ireland, but Lardner's are concentrated in Galway. This site lets you cross-reference different surnames and figure out where you'd be from. Mary Lardner's mother had the surname Walsh, so if I enter Walsh and Lardner together, it's most likely County Galway or Mayo. Yeah. (laughs) Like mayonnaise. That can help all you out there trying to search your Irish family trees.
1: That's a lot of information right there. So let's go over the top baby names in Ireland right now, and then we'll each pick some cool names that we think would make unique baby names outside of Ireland. Okay. Of course, as we discussed in our History of English Names episode, things kind of got mishmashed after the Norman invasion of 1169 with first names and surnames. And names got anglicized both in written form and pronunciation. They could have been anglicized colloquially or transcribed by the clergy or English officials in a different way. Like, for example, the Irish name Cruer, C O N C H O B H A R, becomes Connor. Mev, M E D B, becomes
0: Maeve, M A E V. And to be clear, there are no traditional Irish names beginning with the letters J, K, Q, V, W, X, Y, or Z, because these letters don't exist in the Irish alphabet. Names starting with K in English, like Kira, are spelled with a hard C in Irish. C-I-A-R-A, for example.
1: Yeah, and here are some Irish name pronunciation tips. B-H and M-H are usually pronounced V. E is silent, if it's before A. D-H, F-H, and G-H are usually silent. S-H and T-H are pronounced H or silent. C-H is guttural, as in Bach. C is always hard, as in cat. S is pronounced like sh before E or I, like Shanae. Like Sean. Or Sean, yeah.
0: And as we said, the accent over vowels, the father, means it's a long vowel. And without further ado, here are the top 20 baby names in Ireland in the year 2019. Wait, 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 one more ado. You'll notice that the
1: traditional Irish names are kind of peppered into the popularity charts, which I think is fascinating. So although a lot of the names follow the trends of, say, the UK and American charts, there are still some very Gaelic names in there. Okay, now you can start. Take the top 20 girls,
0: Mal. Okay, well, number one is Emily. Number two is Grace. Number three is Fia, but it's spelled F-I-A-D-H. Sophie is four. Five is Hannah. Six is Amelia. Seven is Ava and Ellie, tied. I like Ellie. Mm-hmm. Nine is Ella. Ten is Mia. Eleven is Lucy. Twelve is Emma. Thirteen, Lily. Fourteen, Olivia. Fifteen, Chloe. Sixteen, Ifya. And that's spelled A O I F E. Seventeen is Kiva, which is spelled C A O. I-M-A-G. Then there's Molly, which is 18. Anna or Anna, which is 19. Sophia, also tying for 19. And Holly is 21.
1: Okay, so for boys, it's Jack, James, Noah, Connor, Daniel, Adam, Liam, Tag, T-A-D-H-G, Luke, Charlie, Dara, D-A-R-R-A-G-H, Harry, O'Sheen, O i s i father n, Michael, Alex, Fion or Finn, F i o n n, Killian, Thomas, Jamie, Patrick, and Ryan r i with a father a n, and Ryan spelled that way is also a Tolkien character.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Let's do some cool Irish names spotted on these lists beyond the top 20
0: okay well one of the first boys names i really like and that's callum c-a-l-l-u-m then there's donach do do i have to like spell each one
1: (laughs) you don't have to
0: we'll put these
1: in the show notes (laughs) so we don't have to spell each one but they're all really cool and have unusual spellings to americans i should say
0: Yes. Um, there's Cathal, which I will su- spell because it sounds like cattle. C A T H A L. Rory, Oran, Cormac, Owen. And that's interesting because it's, or Yoan, and it's spelled E O G H A N. Mm-hmm. Then there's Killian, like the beer, Tiernan, Lorkin, Kian, Dara. and Dahi. We have Jermid. Well, that's kind of interesting, Jermud. That's D-I-A-R-M-U-I-D. And that's a variation of Dermot, Ruin, Aiden, Kuen, Shamey. <laughs> I don't think I name it Shamey. and Shadna. Yeah, that's cool. And what we're
1: doing is we're listing these with the most popular on down. Um, one of the more popular names is Ava, but it's spelled A B H A Ava for girls. For, for girls. girls, we're on the girls' side. Save S A I B H, Roisin, Claudia Evin Bonnie at seventy-two, which I think is super cute. Alva A I L B H E Evin Maeve. Miev. It's not Maeve, It's Miev. Lisha, Ava, Shifra, Shun, Kara, Ayla, Rosha, Blahin, which I don't think I'd use either, <laughs> Kyla, Gronja, Aidin, Blanid, Kleena, Sinead, which is easy because of Sinead O'Connor, Brona, Shiova, Serla, Maeve, Killa, Evelyn, Which is kind of like Evelyn, E I B H L I, Father N. Orla and Railteen. So interesting. I love these names. They're
0: just hard to spell. For an American,
1: not for Irish. <laughs>
0: no, but for an American.
1: This is exactly why I had so many problems with the Irish GPS lady <laughs> when I was driving around Ireland, because she would be like, "Okay, no. of course, she had an Irish brogue. Turn right at Blue Street," and I'm like, "What was that? What? Where am I turning right?" And of course, I'm going around the turnaround about 21 times <laughs> until I
0: can figure it out. Oh, well, the crazy Americans again. There's. Yeah, American tourist over there. (laughs) Okay. And going back to the birth trends of the United States, you'll see the Irish names on both sides. The number one boy's name, right, is Liam. We also see Aidan, Owen, Connor, Ian, which is dear to my heart, Evan, Sean, Nolan, Declan, and Rowan, which is from the surname Mm O'Rouin. And that's spelled R-U-A-D-H-A-I-N. Rowan appears on both the boys and the girls' charts. Yeah,
1: here in the U.S. And for girls, the Irish names are a little farther down on the charts. Like I said, they had a big surge in the 80s and 90s and are now waning a bit. The most prevalent one and popular one is now Nora. Also some surnames like Riley, Reagan, and Kaylee, Brianna, Tagan, and Kylie, which became super trendy after pop star Kylie Minogue. However, it's kind of a roundabout Irish name. It's a feminization of the Irish boy's name Kyle, but it
0: actually originated in Australia where Kylie Minogue is from. Those were from the 2018 list. The 2019 Social Security Baby Names list will be released in May, usually around Mother's Day, and we'll do a whole episode on it when the list is released. We will.
1: Now, some Irish and Irish-American celebs include American actor Saoirse Ronan, who put the name Saoirse on the charts, and... A shout out to one of my faves, Aiden Quinn. He, along with the character Aiden from Sex and the City, helped catapult the name Aiden to number one on the boys charts for several years. There's also singer Enya, whose name is originally spelled the Irish way E-I-T-H-N-E, hmm. which I thought was interesting. Still pronounced Enya. And I actually know a woman with that name, here, she lives here, who pronounces it Ethni. I guess she got sick of everyone mispronouncing her name. Uh, there's musician Neil Horan from One Direction.
0: And we can't forget Paul David Hewson, also known as Bono, from the Irish band U2. Actors Colin Farrell, Daniel Day Lewis, Jonathan rhys Myers, Gabriel Byrne, and... Liam Neeson. And
1: Graham Norton, the TV host. He was also in one of the most ridiculously funniest TV shows I've ever seen. It was an Irish sitcom called Father Ted. It used to be on Netflix. I don't know where it went, but if you have any way of watching it, you should watch it. Father Ted. Of course, the very handsome Pierce Brosnan is Irish, whom I once saw a Cirque du Soleil show. He is very handsome in person. And another one of my favorite actors, Chris O'Dowd, from another hysterical TV show, The It Crowd.
0: And we can't forget Kenneth Branagh, and another Aiden, Aidan Gill, who played Littlefinger on Game of Thrones. And he also
1: played the mayor on The Wire.
0: Yes. And
1: another Game of Thrones actor, Jack Gleeson, who played King Ooh. Joffrey.
0: Boo! actor sillian killian we just said it oh yeah actor killian murphy with his blue eyes from peaky blinders and jamie dornan from 50 shades fame wasn't he also on the fall i don't know i didn't watch that i know you keep telling me to oh my god it was so good okay okay and
1: (laughs) katrina bell from outlander although katrina Plays a Brit in the series. She is actually Irish. And I'm going to spell her name because it's unusual. O-N-A. Katrina Belf. And we'll just end it right there because there are so many.
0: We just can't name them all. And to finish the segment, Irish names we personally like. For girls, I like... Aideen, sometimes named after the father, whose name would be Aiden. Hmm. I like Alana, which means darling child. Betha, which is spelled B-E-T-H-A, and it means life. And I'd like to mention the complexity of the name Keelin. It's pronounced... Keelan, but it's spelled, are you guys ready? C-A-O-I-F-H-O-I-N-N. That's Keelan. (laughs) Most people in America wouldn't even attempt to say that name, let alone get it right. Yeah, imagine them in Starbucks. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Uh, Then there's Moran. Um, M-U-I-R-E-A-N-N, which means sea white or long-haired, and it was the name of a mermaid. And lastly, I like Roisin, or Little Rose, spelled R-O-I-S-I-N. For boys, I like Amon, also a Game of Thrones name, which is also Edward, or Keeper of Witches. Enda, which can be used for a boy or girl, which means like a bird. Theon I think is a great alternative to Finn or Flynn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's F-I-O-N-N. And then I like Mitchin, which was some monk. (laughs) Okay. Some monk out there is named Mitchin. Spelled (laughs) M-I-C-H-A-N. Some monk named Mitchin. Um, And then lastly, I like Ushin, or O-I-S-I-N, one of the most popular names in Ireland. Well, I keep it traditional.
1: I've always liked the name Siobhan. S-I-O-B-H-A-N. There's a character in the HBO series Succession. Great show about a family business. Siobhan is the daughter and they call her Shiv. Like the knife, which is really appropriate because everyone's a backstabbing on that show. Now, I also like Neve N-I-A-M-H. And as I said in the BN Podcast group, uh, Finola is one of my faves after my favorite soap actress, Finola. Finola Hughes. You could call her Finn or Noli or Nola. And of course Katrina, as in Katrina Belf from
0: Outlander. No more tin whistle. <laughs> okay, maybe at the end though, I have to show off my lessons. Okay, as long as it's an Irish song. Okay.
1: And now it's time for Celebrity Baby
0: News.
1: Real Housewives star Teddy Mellencamp has welcomed a baby girl into the world with her husband, Edwin Arroyave. The health and wellness coach asked Instagram for help in choosing a name for the couple's third child. She posted that they were considering Presley, Shay, Selena, and Dove, and they eventually chose to name their new daughter Dove Mellencamp
0: Arroyave. Supergirl star Melissa Benoist has announced that she and her husband Chris Wood are expecting their first child together. Melissa and Chris met on the set of Supergirl in 2016, where Melissa plays the title role and Chris played her love interest. Ooh. They got engaged in February of 2019 and tied the knot a few months later in September. How cute. Katy Perry's new music
1: video for her single Never Worn White premiered online where it showed her pregnant. It was the announcement that she and fiancé or actor Orlando Bloom are expecting their first child together. I didn't even know she was dating Orlando Bloom. I didn't either. I guess I'm out of it because apparently they've been together since the Golden Globes in 2016 where they were spotted dancing together at an after party. So they got engaged on Valentine's Day of 2019, and now are expecting. This new baby will be Katie's first child and Orlando's second. Orlando shares a nine-year-old son named Flynn, an Irish name, with his ex-wife Miranda Kerr. Katie hinted on Twitter that she was due this summer.
0: Oh, wow. Country star Tyler Hubbard of the duo Florida Georgia Line has made a special announcement today. He and his wife, Haley Stommel are expecting their third child together just six months after welcoming baby number two. Hey. What?
1: I mean, that's, it's just really quick. All these people are having babies after babies after babies, like, immediately.
0: It's probably, uh... A racist term now, but the old term used to be Irish twins.
1: If they were born less than a year apart?
0: Yeah, they're okay. Irish twins. They currently have two-year-old Olivia Rose and six-month-old Luca Reed, and this baby will make three under two years old.
1: Ooh, okay. Grey's Anatomy star Camilla Luddington has announced that she and her husband, fellow actor Matthew Allen, are expecting their second child together. She and Matt have been hiding the pregnancy for months and are thrilled to finally share the news. The couple welcomed their first daughter, Hayden, in March of
0: 2017. Mm, I don't like Hayden for a girl. I just
1: don't. Sounds like Hayden. Like you're hating on somebody.
0: Well, I knew Hayden Males. There was one on uh, Survivor, Big Brother, maybe both. Yeah, Hayden Moss. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Hayden Moss. (laughs) No relation. Actress and dancer Jenna Dewan has announced that she has welcomed her second child, but the first with fiancé Steve Kazee. The couple has named their baby boy Callum Michael Rebel Kazee. (laughs) Wait, that's a mouthful. Why does Rebel have to be in there?
1: And also, Callum, there's your Irish name. Yeah, you're right.
0: You know, I'm not a big fan of two middle names. Just not. It's too much, yeah. And it doesn't fit. It's usually to just uh,
1: placate family who want their name in there.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: That's how I feel. We'll talk about middle names very, very soon. Okay.
0: Well, Callum was born on March 6th, nearly seven years after her first child, six-year-old daughter Everly, with ex-husband, actor Channing Tatum. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, (laughs) wah. While Jenna shares some images with her daughter online, Everly's face is never shown. Yeah, I don't blame her.
1: HGTV star Mina Mina Starsizak Hawk has revealed she's pregnant after a long journey of trying to conceive. The Good Bones star announced her pregnancy on Instagram by posting a mock Toy Story movie poster as the announcement. The new baby will join older brother Jack Richard Hawk, born in 2018. That's a tough name. Mm -hmm. And now, for our final segment, we take questions from you, our listeners. Here's one. Hi, Jennifer and Mallory. I just wanted to let you know that Finally, I've decided our baby girl's name. She is Eleonora Mirabella Opal Riches. At last! I will still be an avid listener of your show, of course. Much love. Thank you, Heidi. Now, Heidi originally wrote a couple weeks ago and said this was her rainbow baby after they lost twin girls in 2018. And they wanted Mirabella because it meant wonderful, wondrous beauty, and that she was a miracle. I had answered her privately, saying that the name and the sentiment was beautiful.
0: And like I said before, I am typically not a fan of two middle names, but what is not to like about Miss Eleonora Mirabella Opal? I love it, and we are so happy for you. Congrats. Yes.
1: Okay, now you take the second.
0: Okay. Dear Jennifer and Mallory, I was listening to the podcast This or That. I was supposed to be Ayla 30 years ago. My mom liked the film Clan of the Cave Bear. The character Ayla was strong and she liked it, but I was named Michon, M-A-C-H-I-O-N. It was supposed to be spelled Michon, M-I-C-H-O-N, but mom guessed it and went with it. Ha ha. My daughter's name is Murren, M-U-R-R-O-N, and it is from the film Braveheart, his wife's name. And in high school, my bestie was Lauren. Years later, Hubby and I started to date. We were watching the movie, and he turned to me and asked about the name Murren. I said, are you kidding? He was like, I thought it was pretty. And I was like, me too. I told him the story. That was that. People didn't like the spelling. Oh, well, LOL. (laughs) Can you do an episode on the name Murrin? Well, maybe
1: not a whole episode, but (laughs) it's a very interesting name. And maybe we will do something like fantasy names from fantasy and lore
0: and we can get Braveheart in there and Murrin. Yeah. And can I just say, people, when you send us letters, we love them. But don't send us a letter that says, I made up this name. What does it mean? Because you know what? (laughs) I get those a lot. We have no clue what it means because you made it up. So, um, I mean, we can guess, you know, but that's not really, you know, a dictionary meaning.
1: Okay. So here's a letter that finally asks for our... Advice. Hi, Jennifer and Mallory. I'm currently pregnant and just entered into my third trimester. Me and my husband are having a hard time agreeing on a baby girl name. We are having a surprise, so we need to pick out both names. Our last name is Daphniet, D A F N I E T, which is French. My husband is French and his whole family still lives there, so it has put an extra spin on picking names. For a boy, we have agreed on Dario Daniel. Is Dario French? It'd be Dario Daniel Daphniat. I guess so. D-D-D. But for a girl, we just can't agree. We both like Elia, Hmm. E-L-I-A, but I really like Darcy, and he thinks it won't sound good in French. Help! Becca Daphniat. Well, Darcy is a French name. It's a place name, so I don't see why that wouldn't work in French.
0: I don't know. I It's a lot of Ds for me. You know, usually I like alliterative names, but Darcy Daphniette, I actually don't like. But I like Elia. I think that's beautiful. And you know me. I love French female names, you know. Mm-hmm. How about Amelie? Amelie is a great idea. But you know what? That was such a... Amelie Daphnette. But that was such a big name. It's probably like naming your child Oprah because of the movie. <laughs>
1: Oh, you mean, like, identifiable with the movie?
0: Yes. Okay. How
1: about Dahlia? Dahlia Daphniette. That's pretty. I'll go with that. I don't think it's French, but... You know, you don't have to use a French name just because your husband's family is French. Do what you want to do. That's my advice. It's between you and your husband. And don't get the whole family involved and listen to our last episode on challenges of choosing a baby name. We specifically say don't worry about what everybody else thinks and don't get too much
0: input. Exactly. Well, that's the show, guys. Tune in next time when we talk about... Ta-da! middle names oh yay
1: we'll finally talk about middle names suggested by one of our listeners bye everyone and now here's an irish song